देर आर पीपल हु स्पीक अप इन मीटिंग्स विद ईज एंड कॉन्फिडेंस आई हैव नेवर बीन वन ऑफ दोज पीपल आई हैव स्ट्रगल्ड विद सेल्फ डाउट एंड एंगजाइटी एम आई सेंग द राइट थिंग एम आई रीडिंग द रूम करेक्टली वॉट विल दे थिंक ऑफ मी इफ आई से दिस वॉट विल दे थिंक ऑफ मी इफ आई डोंट स्पीक अप ओवर द ईयर्स दो आई हैव गॉटन बेटर एट इट I still feel anxious but to a large extent I have learned to override it because I realized that speaking up in meetings is a way for me to bring my expertise to the table it is important for me to do my job well but now there is another problem when I am ready to say something I cannot find a pause when I can jump in I'm waiting for the person who is speaking to wind down but then somebody else jumps in and then somebody else jumps in and then the moment has passed recently i was in a meeting when something like this happened i unmuted myself a few times i tried to speak up but i didn't get a turn after that meeting i had a one on one with someone on my team and as we were about to end the meeting she was like oh one more thing In that meeting we just had I noticed you unmuted a few times and you started to say something but you did not get a chance Next time if you're trying to say something and this is happening you can slack me I can help you get a chance This conversation made my day it warmed my heart I just felt so inspired and happy to be working with someone who's looking out for others It made me think that maybe instead of being stuck in our own heads constantly worrying about what should i say when i should say it how do i look we should put the spotlight on others create space for others to speak up not only will it help them it will also help us overcome our own discomfort so i was very happy when my friend and today's guest on unseen battles purnima talked about her journey of fighting self doubt and also now that she is a leader how she creates the space for others so if you're someone who struggles to speak up in meetings or if you know someone who has this problem this episode is for you hi there you are listening to unseen battles a podcast that brings you behind the scenes stories from women leaders This is your reminder that as you work through your career struggles you are not alone. I am your host Parul Goyal. Every 2 weeks I'll bring you raw honest conversations with a successful leader about a challenge they faced and how it changed them. So let's get to it. Today my guest is Purnima Venkatakrishnan. Purnima is an engineering leader at PayPal. I met Purnima a few years ago when we did a panel together. Since then I have gotten to know Purnima a bit more. What I really admire about her is that she's a leader who works hard to advocate for and uplift women around her. We were part of the same organization but at the time I did not know her well. I remember she would post about the achievements of her team on the org Slack channel, the conferences they were speaking at, the honors they had gotten, and I was like, "Wow, what a great manager." So today, I am really excited that Purnima will share her unseen battle with us. 
She will talk about advocating for herself to get invited to an important discussion where she had something to say, and then tackling her self-doubt and fears in preparation for this pivotal meeting. Purnima, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You and I are going to talk about bringing your voice to a meeting. And you had an experience where you really had something important to say, and you made it happen. You made yourself heard in a meeting. So can you tell us what happened? Thank you, Parul. I'm uh, so glad to be on this podcast and thank you for hosting me. Um, I truly feel privileged to be on this. Thank you. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, in this, this is about a very uh, specific forum, a foundational uh, workshop that was going to happen in this company. And a lot of senior folks, very super senior folks with a lot of experience uh, going to re- write what uh, the platform for mobile development is going to be. Mm-hmm. So they are reworking uh, the foundational architecture to figure out how to make a seamless way to make uh, enable all the product teams across the company uh, deliver their their uh, piece of work into uh, via this platform, mm. right? So it is sort of foundational and what they were going to do would potentially stick for the next four to five years. Mm. I was a part of a very small R&D team, um, which was in the early phases of product development, but a very key product at that. And we were trying to take off and uh, we are trying to release it. And I know it is eventually going to become a key part of this platform. I would probably, my team would probably become a participant uh, in this uh, foundational design that's Mm -hmm. going to uh, be spun up. Uh, I knew the workshop was happening, but I was not invited to it. And uh, I desperately wanted to take my voice to it. So, Purnima, is it you were not invited because you were, is it because of your role or is it because you were still early career or both? I do not know the answer, but I can guess. I do think it is because most of the explorations that were happening for that platform was all well-proven and scaled products. But my my product was sort of in its early stage of takeoff and we were doing things that were out of the box. We nice. were looking at cutting edge technologies that were yet not explored in PayPal. But since it was a small team and we wanted to see how to accelerate our development and do it in a more unified way per se like sort of like what is what is uh, merging web and mobile uh, so because of that uh, possibly that the the group thought that it was not yet ready for this kind of paradigm right so they were looking for mostly like teams who had already scaled like that, exactly. that was okay okay so they, they, they knew these patterns worked already and they knew uh, what is the success and failure and how to fix some of those in the next generation that they were coming up. But in the pieces of work that we were doing, there was a lot of unknowns in their perspective because nobody in that group had as much experience. So to coming back to this point, I really wanted a seat at the table and I wanted to make a point of what what's the work breadth of work we've been doing and why it is important for them to make some space and accommodate for such cutting edge technologies that were coming into the industry, which in one year from then 
would definitely be potentially become like the norm right yeah. so there needs to be a, a look forward uh, that needed to happen and i felt i could be a voice that could bring it in so but i didn't know how to get into that meeting uh, i had a lot of uh, self doubt so i was like am i senior enough for this will i be the right person to represent uh, will i be taken seriously and do i have a strong argument do i have the depth mm. that is needed for me to make a point right to at, at that table so i did have a lot of questions and i i went away when i knew the workshop's going to happen i went away think you know are debating to myself if i should if i should put my foot forward and how would i put my foot forward if i even wanted a seat at the table i did have a restless night and i told myself in the morning you know i remembered like you know steve jobs uh quote which said you know if you want something ask yeah at least you know you asked and you got declined uh, it's much better than not even asking so i actually wrote a email like a very detailed email and i i i have this like you know my favorite framework of why what how so i i was like why would i need to be at that i kind of elaborated uh, why should i be at the table what would i bring to the table and how would i actually propose a solution mm. to be a part of the platform right like if if, if we were going to bring uh, the technology that we were using in our team and i sent it to like the senior director of the team uh, i just cold cold emailed uh, i didn't know what would happen i so you had never met this person i i have i wouldn't say i did not know them but i it's not like i had a very uh, a personal connection or they knew me well or anything i say by the end of the day i actually got a response yeah. and i got put in touch with the lead who would actually get me a seat at the table and actually bring me into that meeting and give me a a slot to actually talk about whatever i wanted to present i was i thought i should be very happy but i actually moved from like a anxious state to super anxious state because uh-huh. now i'm 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 like i got it now i need to make sure i put my best foot forward right so i prepared and over prepared and not just for what i was going to present but also for follow up questions that were going to come if i had to be in that meeting presenting something so i did actually uh, end up going to the did 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 go to the meeting present myself and present my case um the, it's obviously not a presentation it was a meeting so there was a back and forth that happened and uh, there were a lot of questions about uh, what would i think about like you know uh, multiple different situations that existed then in the then mature technologies versus what i was proposing uh there were some answers some were unanswered i was going to go research for it but at the end of the day i came out of the meeting feeling triumphant mm-hmm. because i did not feel small mm-hmm. i actually felt uh like i came across as very well informed and really truly prepared and that i knew what i was talking about and i really wanted to make a point because i truly believed in the cause mm-hmm. it wasn't because i wanted to show my face or if i wanted to like you know show that i i wanted to be a voice in the meeting but really because i had a unique point of view that was not a consideration in that meeting so um kind of like putting all that together i i came away from that meeting feeling like i did the right thing mm-hmm. of, you know following my intuition like you know my my uh want to be in that meeting and i i even then even when i got a chance i wondered if that was the right thing to do if it was my place to do to cold call a senior director like that and ask him why i if i could be a part of that meeting so yeah in the in the end i i felt a lot more triumphant that i actually put my best foot forward and 
enough breath uh, to talk about it uh, it is very funny actually parul because from where i was before to where even today mm-hmm. uh, folks who are in that meeting or folks who have heard of that meeting kind of like come back to me and chime to me about some of the points i'd made or the technology i spoke about see some of the initiatives were successful some of them were a failure so yeah. i do get chided for that as well but really i wear it as a badge of honor because it's somehow like you know the fact that i wasn't even sure if i wanted to be there but actually made my voice heard and i still get have a brand that was attached to me yeah. based on that that initiative like you know that my trust to go talk i i really feel happy about it yes so you like this you really made a name for yourself because of that meeting Yeah, like even yeah. that one one interaction with you that you had with the senior people in that room you really left a mark because of obviously the passion you felt for the topic absolutely i'm 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 i had lot of follow up conversations and i've i've met them all in other situations afterward yeah. um but i think the fact that i i somehow uh, got my point across at that forum definitely left an indelible mark afterward and punima you said that you you spent a lot of time preparing not just what you would say but what are the potential questions that they might ask so again like putting yourself uh, in what you were thinking then did you feel like you had to prove yourself of that why you were there um that's a great question right i did feel going back to your original uh, previous question i i felt like i had to prove myself because i was not a part of it in the first yeah. place you had to justify your presence exactly i had to make sure they knew i was worthy enough of that table yeah so but you know what frankly speaking after that meeting i realized it was in my mind though yeah. because i did not for a second feel i was like sort of defeating myself assuming what others in that forum thought of me but yeah. actually speaking the for that that workshop and my participation in that was very much uh, warmly welcomed um, yeah. so yeah so now thinking back i think it was me battling myself you mentioned that you went from being anxious to super anxious right when yes. you did get invited so what did you think would happen like when you like going into that meeting and then what actually did happen So the one thing i feared about was um these are super senior folks so yeah. if if i made my my position known and if from their perspective it was not strong enough right mm. like the technical argument was not strong enough um i did not want to come out of it thinking that i wasted their time mm. right that that actually speaking that that amount of because every it it was it was a long workshop and yeah. every there was a very important decision for the whole company being made 
so they were they were very deliberately making an agenda there and i somehow got a place there so i want to make sure yeah. that the time i got there was actually valuable for both sides not just for me for but for the folks yeah. who were listening right so yeah so in that sense i think that is the reason i was super anxious yeah. that i wanted to make sure my effort is not empty mm. and my effort should not be viewed as a a forum for uh, face time rather it is actually valuable like i'm adding value to yeah. that forum right yeah. so it was important not to come across as somebody who was just posturing and just wanted to be a part of the group you really had something to say which you thought was valuable so that is something i've always held on very dearly thanks yeah. for bringing it up that i do not want to be a face for representation but rather a face for actual value right i really truly add value to wherever um, i want to participate yeah so you know even so this this has been an ongoing theme for me and for many other people right where speaking up in meetings where you have to gather courage right like is my point valid like is does this fit in will people pay attention and what happens is when you have so much focus on yourself you become so conscious but there are times right like with happened what happened to you you were so passionate about the subject how you come across was secondary in some ways correct i right. i love how you put it parun yeah. so i did go in thinking that there will be a lot of focus on me so i have to introspect and make sure everything i say makes sense yeah but when i went in there i realized the conversation automatically organically was back and forth about you know what we were trying to achieve and why what i'm bringing to table makes sense or does not make sense like either way Yeah. and so it became lesser about lesser and lesser about me whether yeah. i'm the right person or whether i'm doing it right it was more and more about is this the right thing to do for for like the the platform and are we are we in the right direction and why i feel what i'm trying to say is very important for them yeah. to think about you know even if it's not a problem then in in 5 years from the, or 2 years from then it's probably going to become an important uh, you know uh, direction they'll have to solve for anyway So I remember this was early in my career and I was very hesitant to speak up in front of VPs. And there was this particular call where they were talking about my area and they were so wrong. Like I had to jump in and say that's not how it works. This is what happens. And after the call, right, my program manager was like what happened to you? <laughs> like you don't really show up <laughs> in meetings like this. And it was just that like at that point I didn't really care how I came across. to me what i had to say was super important yeah yeah so that, that's a very very uh, interesting piece that you're bringing up right so this i i've done a lot of introspection in my in my career to see how this bringing yourself to meeting has evolved right over over a period of time like there used to be a time where i was i've obviously very few years of experience and i go into a meeting and i i'm really excited to say something but i'm i'm at a loss for how do i insert myself where do i insert myself where is the right pause where is the right space for me to jump in right and then there was a space then there was a point in my career where i'm like researching and understanding how do i present myself how do i how do i be visible there's so much about leaning in and you know talking a lot and you know don't think to think twice just go and talk you don't have to be completely right right like you do so much research on i i i read a bunch of books and i was like yeah. yes i'll just show myself i will just talk whenever yeah. i feel like talking right and then that was a phase where you 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 make sure that your voice is heard 
right? Like so energetic and you want to make sure you make a mark wherever you go. And then there is a phase, right? Like, you know, third phase for me where I come into a meeting and I realize uh, it is not about me making a point, but it is about acknowledging that I'm not probably the most expert in the, in the, in the, mm. in the group, but I, I want to be able to express or ask questions or poke holes or like, you know, point certain areas that mm. needs more introspection. And I started following this inquiry mode, right? Like where you ask questions, like you ask questions in directions where you take the group wherever you want to go by means of uh, uh, asking, a, asking a, a, a query that makes everybody think in that direction, yeah. right? And that, that kind of really started working for me because you are not making affirmative statement and telling what you think, but rather you're sort of giving a platform for everyone to think in a certain area yeah. and poke a hole at something in the form of like a open open question, right? Like open forum. Yeah. Anybody can jump in and bring their views to it. So it, it seemed a lot more collaborative. And then now I'm in the fourth stage where I'm like, yeah, we keep inquiring and we're bringing people along. And then there are other folks who were like me in my stage, step one, but they want to say, but they don't know where to say it. Yeah. You cannot bring them along, right? Make that platform, make that space for that very enthusiastic voice that doesn't know how to bring their voice into the bigger mix. So, yeah, it's been like this bringing this meeting, bringing yourself to a meeting process has been an interesting journey, really. And I think we will still continue to evolve, right? So, let me go through your phases again. The first one was where you were self conscious. Right. The yeah. second one is you kind of swung to the other way, like where all of us yeah. have received advice, right? In a meeting, at least you have to speak up once like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that you kind of really bought into that. Uh, the third one was you realized that you can actually guide the conversation by asking questions. You don't have to be the one with the answers, right? You can yeah. make the team think by asking questions. And the fourth one is just realizing that others have similar struggles. How can you create a space for them safe space for them yep so Purnima going back to your first two stages right uh, mm -hmm. there are I'm sure there are several other people especially women who are still in phase one right where they kind of are hesitant to participate like a lot of the self-doubt that you and I have felt right is it yep. valid what if I'm, I'm wrong like maybe it's very obvious what advice would you have for them it, it, it would probably sound the most cliche of all, but, you know, just just go ahead and ask that question. Say that thing, yeah. um, even if you feel it's stupid, because so, there are, I, I've started using this as a general statement in all meetings. There are no stupid questions or there are no stupid queries. You, everybody needs to make sure we are all on the same page when you're, yeah. when you're trying to make some decisions or closing out or designing or whatever that conversation is. Everybody needs to be at this on the same page. And the other thing is go prepared for a meeting yeah. uh, and not like cold turkey because preparation of what the context is, what is going to be discussed always uh, gives you, without even you knowing, subconsciously prepares you for, um, you know, ideation and uh, um, innovation in, in, in solutioning. 
So this is I'm talking purely from an engineering perspective. I'm pretty sure it's the same for product. I don't know. You should yeah. tell me if it's the same for product as well. It is the same for product. Uh, so for you know the second thing you mentioned, going prepared. I remember I had a conversation with my career coach. I was like, every one on one I go to, I feel like I am being talked to, right? And her <laughs> approach was like, do you have an agenda? Like, do you go well prepared? Right? Do you have stuff to bring up? preparation really works especially for important meetings don't go cold turkey like do some yeah. prep work yep yep absolutely and what about the people who are in the second phase purnima like who kind of feel like the only way <laughs> to show value is to speak up in every meetings maybe even dominate meetings exactly right so that is a very interesting uh, stage to be in uh, initially it does help yeah to get noticed yeah the more you do and the where you are in your career matters a lot yeah if you are already growing and you're senior and you're still doing this it's a dangerous yeah. spot yeah. in my opinion yeah. yeah because the more senior you are the more you're expected to make that space for others and also of course of course you need to be leading and facilitating and making sure it's going in the right direction but if while the second stage gives a uplift temporarily to give you more like it's more of a self confidence thing right yeah, not yeah. about for others i don't think anybody wants to keep hearing a single voice in a meeting it's not a meeting if there's only one voice heard <laughs> so um while it will be a really good stage for uplifting your confidence yeah um it is something that needs to be weighed to see how much power you have and how, how much space you're giving to others that that kind of consciousness needs to be constantly um monitored i mean introspected so you if you're junior then you know maybe speaking up more often is not that bad an idea right i would think so yes uh, unless you're dominating the meeting in which case i think that uh it is it is an interesting uh, sweet spot where you keep hearing that hey the only way you can be visible if you're if you speak up nobody else is going to make you visible you need to be making helping yourself yeah. so that is there always but it is it is hard to advise a a, yeah. a junior person who's trying to make a yeah. mark to say hey can you please like you know not dominate it right so i think then the onus falls on the other senior folks in the in the meeting to kind of uh, triage it like i'm guessing every meeting will have a good mix of one stage yeah. one two three and four of folks yeah. so it will be the stage four folks making that uh, uh, space for stage one and stage two to balance each yeah. other <laughs> yeah so coming back to stage four purnima right which is creating space for others right you said that now that now you are creating space for those who are at level 1 uh do you have any advice like what have you seen work where you said something to somebody and or how do you invite people to participate um so one thing i know no, so not, now that we are all in shelter in place we use the popular tools like you know video conferencing tools which which actually makes this easier because yeah. people can raise their hands yeah. or whatever that gesture is and so whoever is like you know able to facilitate can say hey let let's leave some gap here for x who's raised their hands and they you know let let's give them an opportunity to speak up right um it's easier in the stool but when you're in person it's a lot more difficult yeah, yeah. because you're actually watching for body language yeah right somebody who's trying to get in 
and then you know you find the as 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 a stage four person, stage four being whatever I I, I marked as one two three four, you kind of look for those body signals and like you know make that space in a in the right space saying hey you know let let's let's hear out uh, yeah, X yeah. because they've been I think wanting to say something here right like make that you know delegate that voice to at the right space right yeah. right point to them like you know nudge it to them yeah. so now people are looking you know spotlight is on that person so they get an opportunity to talk yeah what about being interrupted in meetings like is that something you have dealt with and if so like have you found something that works for you absolutely i think uh, it is not something that's uncommon right what do i do if i'm interrupted in meeting uh, i do not fight back okay i let the other person finish their talk okay and then once they are done i will pull that focus back onto me i'll be like hey thank you for that thought but like i was saying earlier i, I want to just finish my thought and then i make sure that i get my voice back right but the right etiquette in my opinion would not be to immediately ping pong because that's that's going to kind of disrupt everybody else's like you know you, you want to keep the energy in a positive sense in a meeting and yeah. not not to kind of combative attitude uh so that is my approach um i i try my best now, obviously sometimes meetings are very passionate and mm. people tend to go into a more combative mode it's it's unavoidable but if i'm un- interrupted in a logical when i'm actually mm. making a logical argument uh I let the other person finish their talk, but I make sure I take control over after that. So it's the same theme, right? For you, it's important your voice is heard. Like as long as you get to say it, when like it doesn't have to be right away. Absolutely, I think that it's not about being the loudest. Yeah. But it is about the person who is able to make that point that resonates with majority yeah. in, the, in the room. Right. Yeah. That is that is what is important. and and the resonation actually comes automatically if if it is the it is the, the right direction that you know yeah. it is majority of folks want to see that direction right so yeah yeah so purnima if our audiences want to learn more about you how can they find you um i i have shared my linkedin profile with you uh, which i will include in the episode notes okay absolutely i would love to hear from various different folks and you know how i can help out any mentoring that's needed i'm totally uh, happy to do it um, and i recently started a blog um, the theme for that blog is to bring creativity in technical leadership so sort of you know how in in artistic creations there mm-hmm. is a function called artistic director okay who just uh-huh. thinks about the aesthetics of how you do uh, a piece of work so i want to think about a parallel world in which technical leadership has a lot of artistic sense to it like creativity to it not nice. the technical usual um, traditional way of leadership but something that's out of the box so that that's what i want to cover in in my blogging i will also include your blog in the episode notes Purnima, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Parul. Thank you so much again for giving me this opportunity. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Also, help me spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend you think would like it.